When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Tuesday, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We got a lot to dive into right off the top. The Bills got dominated by the Patriots, even though the score was only 14 to 10. Bill Belichick managed to win a game despite only throwing the football three times. It's absolutely crazy. We got a controversy. At the University of Pennsylvania, where a three-year male swimmer has now flipped to the female side and is dominating all the women swimmers, and they're terrified to speak out and say what they actually think. Another vaccine mandate shot down by federal courts. Big win for those of us who value the Constitution. I'll tell you what it means. It is the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. We will discuss that. Kyle Rittenhouse is going uh, head-to-head with LeBron James, hard in the paint. Don Lemon tipped off Jussie Smollett that Jussie Smollett's story was not being believed by Chicago police. And the stock market has regained its Omicron losses. That is because the stock market was falling, not because of the danger of Omicron, but because of the fear of what our idiot politicians might do as they continue to subscribe to COVID fear porn. But we began right off the top with the Bills going down at home to the Patriots. Congratulations to the Patriots. They're back. Condolences to everyone that had hoped that the moment that Tom Brady rode off into the sunset, the Patriots and Bill Belichick would fall into oblivion. That's what happened last year. But then they went and grabbed Mac Jones. And now they're winning games with only needing to attempt three passes. If you watched last night's game, and I did, I was rooting for the Bills. I was on your side, Bills Mafia. I was hoping that Josh Allen was going to make a play late, uh, that he was going to find a way to lead his team to victory. The Bills got the full house blitz from the Patriots on fourth down. Josh Allen missed Cole Beasley over the middle, missed a lot of open receivers, seemed confused all night long. Obviously, the gusts of wind did not help. Missed field goal, factored in prominently. All of that. And the Patriots have now won seven games in a row. They started two and four. They are now nine and four. And they are the number one overall seed if the season were to end today in the entirety of the AFC. That ain't good for the rest of us out there, uh, boys and girls, because the Patriots have shown that the road to Foxborough is awfully difficult to go through if they are the overall number one seed. That's particularly the case since the overall number one seed gets a bye. Remember, we only get one bye in the NFL now. Number one seed in the AFC, number one seed in the NFC. The other six playoff teams have to play in wildcard weekend. And right now, the Patriots have a great path to that overall number one seed considering they have a tie break and a one-game lead over the number two seed, which is the uh, Tennessee Titans going forward. All right, I'm fired up about this. I've been telling you this was coming for years. It's starting to happen on a readily common situation now. Let me explain what's going on. So at the University of Pennsylvania, 
They had a male swimmer for three years. was really good. He did a fantastic job. Was a really talented elite swimmer. Big, strong, fast dude as typically elite swimmers are. And then this guy decided he wanted to become a woman. Spent one year evidently getting estrogen treatments I presume and was then allowed to compete as a woman and right now he is kicking the crap out of all of the women in the Ivy League. In fact, not just even in the women in the Ivy League he is setting some incredible records. He won one race over the weekend uh, this biological man who is now swimming as a woman by 38 seconds. 38 seconds over the woman who was in second place. He won another race a 500 meter race I believe it was by nearly 15 seconds over the second place swimmer and this biological male swimmer is setting all time female records. Now look I know that uh, that this is a, a crazy idea but I want you to follow me along here. Biology is sexist. What do I mean by biology is sexist. I mean that biology has decided that men are bigger, stronger, and faster than women on average. Some women, a small minority of them, are bigger, stronger, and faster than some men. But there are no women that are bigger, stronger, and faster than the best male athletes out there. To which we all recognize biology exists which is why women's sports exist in the first place. If there were just basketball players none of them would be women. All of them would be men. That's why we have women's basketball. If there were just women's uh, if there was soccer and there was no women's soccer no women's soccer players would exist at all because men are all better than women. Remember the U.S. women's soccer team got destroyed by a group of 15-year-old boys in Dallas, Texas. Every single women's world record in track and field was beaten by high school boys in Texas a couple of years ago. Let me repeat that. Just in the state of Texas alone every women's record would have lost. If you look at the bigger picture weightlifting any sport that has women's world record holders would be crushed if men were allowed to compete against them. And I keep waiting for this to blow up the unholy alliance between feminist and transgender athletes. Because if you are a feminist and you truly believe that women should be able to compete at the highest level of athletic competition and that they should be worthy of setting their own records and winning their own championships how in the world can you also countenance a biological man deciding to become a, a woman despite having trained his entire life as a man despite being bigger, stronger, and faster than all women and suddenly he gets some estrogen for a year decides to identify as a woman and not surprisingly is crushing women in their own competitions. This is not a difficult question for anyone who is concerned at all about athletics. Now, the way they spin this is they say, oh, this is never going to happen. 
right? That's the way they try to spin it to all of you. The way they spin it forward is they say, well, there are also female athletes that decide that they want to compete as men. Well, yeah. Do you know what you call all of those female athletes who decide to compete as men? Losers. As in, they lose every single competition because they are biological women and they suddenly are competing against bigger, stronger, and faster men. And so even when they take testosterone, they are not going to be able to compete at a high level against top male athletes. The only time that transgender athletes win is when they are men, they are bigger, stronger, and faster than women, and they decide to transition and become women. Now, here's something else that's interesting. You're hearing me talk about this. You aren't hearing very many actual people in sports media talk about this, and you certainly aren't hearing so far very many actual female swimmers or coaches talking about this. Even though all of these people overwhelmingly agree with me because they understand the sanctity of competition and the fact that sports is about the best man or the best woman winning, not the best man who decides to become a woman winning. If this becomes commonplace, then female athletics will cease to exist because biological men will decide to come in and destroy all women's athletics and they'll set records which can never be uh, challenged by women athletes, okay? And we have created a conspiracy of silence where, think about it, all these swimmers in the Ivy League are terrified, these female swimmers, they may be liberal, they may be Democrat, they may be huge feminists, they're terrified to come out and say what they really think about a biological man competing against them because do you know why? They know if they speak out, they are really creating a potentially massive issue going forward with them being able to get a job in the future. What do I mean? If you come out and get labeled as transphobic, even though it isn't transphobia to believe that biological men should be allowed to compete uh, against women, being against that shouldn't be considered transphobic. Look, I don't care what gender you are. Let me be perfectly clear. If you are a dude and you decide that you'd be happier if you were a girl and you're a grown adult, I think that's significant, you're a grown adult, more power to you, make whatever choice you want. If you are a girl and you decide you'd be way happier if you were a guy, more power to you, choose your own gender. But the idea that you should be able to compete as a woman when you are a biological man is the absolute antithesis of everything we stand for in terms of actual competition. This is why we separate men's and women's sports. Simply put, it is absolutely insane. I want to tell you about my friends, by the way, at Pure Talk Wireless. Do you have Verizon right now, AT&T, T-Mobile? You might probably know that you are spending a lot of money on those and that you could save a lot of money with my friends at Pure Talk. You can get the same nationwide 5G coverage at the exact same opportunities as all those big guys, but you will save a lot of money up to $800 a year for your family. 
keep your same phone number you can even get a brand new iPhone 12 yes the iPhone 12 for $479 as a gift I'm not just a, a, an advocate here for Pure Talk I'm a customer myself my own 13 year old my 8th grade son he had to get a new phone and so we decided to try out Pure Talk it's worked fabulously for him you can get unlimited talk, text, 6 gigs of data just $30 a month and like I said you can get the iPhone 12 right now for just $479 so how do you take advantage of this offer? You go to puretalk.com and shop for the plan and the phone that's right for you enter the promo code OUTKICK and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month plus you can save on your new phone save up to $800 a year this can make a big difference for you and your family like it's made a difference for me and my family all you have to do is go to puretalk.com promo code OUTKICK disclaimer some restrictions apply see site for details one more time puretalk.com promo code OUTKICK Uh, as we were finishing the Clay and Buck show today big news came down Joe Biden lost another vaccine mandate case this is a big deal Uh, federal contractors now have been shot down from having to comply with Joe Biden's vaccine mandate combined with Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia being opposed to a private vaccine mandate Joe Biden's vaccine mandate under OSHA is unconstitutional I find it almost a 0% chance that there is going to be anyone out there who is able to uphold this unconstitutional mandate and as a result I would expect for more federal courts to continue to come out against it. This is similar in some ways for those of you who are not constitutional scholars and trust me while I've got a law degree I am far from a constitutional scholar but for everybody out there to think about this Remember when the Biden administration tried to use the CDC to put in place a uh, eviction moratorium and that was a flagrantly unconstitutional eviction mor- moratorium that was not endorsed by the legislative branch of the government. Well right now that's what's going on with OSHA. This is an unconstitutional overreach of a federal regulatory agency OSHA and it is being struck down in massive magnitude by courts all over the country I think that's going to continue it may work its way all the way up to the Supreme Court but this is significant because right now if your employer is trying to mandate that you get the COVID vaccine you can and they're relying upon the mandate from Joe Biden you need to be comfortable telling them that that mandate has been struck down and is not currently being forced enforced anywhere in the country and so your employer can't rely upon the Joe Biden vaccine mandate to implement their own vaccine mandate and when the United States Senate votes against the private uh, policy here the, the, the OSHA mandate being put in effect upon all companies that have 100 or more employees outside of the federal arena which is what Joe Manchin supports at least 51 United States senators are going to stand up credit to them and say this is unconstitutional we will not support it and there will be direct legislative condemnation of Joe Biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandate overreach and as a result 
this thing is dead on arrival. It is not going to be able to actually be implemented. It's the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. December 7th, 1941, a day that will live in infamy. Uh, Most of our World War II veterans, unfortunately, including just in the last couple of days, the final surviving member of Easy Company, for those of you who followed or read the Band of Brothers book by Stephen Ambrose or watched the HBO special that was so well done, Band of Brothers, 99-year-old Virginia native was the final member of Easy Company, the 101st Airborne, uh, to, uh, to die. And uh, that book is incredible. I would encourage all of you to go read Band of Brothers about those guys who went from... uh, The story I like to tell is these guys are so tough and so amazing and so incredible, by the way. The first time they ever went up into an airplane, they jumped out of it. Just think about that for a minute. However old you were, the first time you ever got on an airplane, if you're old enough to remember how nervous you were, how, uh, how overwhelming it felt to look outside of the window and peer out at the clouds and the ground down below. I still feel like every time I get on an airplane, it's a majestic experience in many ways because so many people throughout human history wondered what it would be like to be up in the air and see what a bird saw. And now many of us take it for granted that we can hop on an airplane and be anywhere around the world in a matter of hours. But imagine the first time that you had ever gotten on an airplane. If you had had to jump out. These guys, many of them, had barely ever left the state in which they were born. When they are training in Georgia, the next thing you know, they are going up and they are jumping out of an airplane. They are a different level of brave. And so on this 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, I want you to reflect upon just this idea. I've had the great experience to be able to go overseas and walk through all the battlefields of D-Day and see where our troops came ashore to go to battle with actual Nazis. The, the, The Pacific theater often gets overlooked in terms of World War II, but I just want you to think about this for a minute. We live in an era now where the grandsons and granddaughters and great-grandsons and great-granddaughters and great-great-grandsons and great-great-granddaughters now, instead of fighting actual Nazis that were hell-bent on taking over the world and destroying freedoms for everyone, now, instead of that, they get on social media and they call people that they disagree with Nazis. Well, let me tell you something. You need to do just a little bit of research to see what actual Nazis did. You need to go to the World War II Museum down in New Orleans. It's an incredible experience. You need to open a history book and actually study what truly occurred in those years from 1941 to 1945 before you open your mouth and compare somebody who has a different political opinion than you to a Nazi. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, But thank you to the greatest generation. 80th anniversary. I believe they were going to have 30 survivors there uh, at the ceremony taking place in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. 
thank you to everyone who served. Thank you to your grandfathers, to your great-grandfathers, to your fathers. They made this country safe. And let me just say this as a history major. Someone who studied historiography, somebody who did a thesis, thought about getting his PhD in history if I hadn't gone to law school, gotten a graduate degree there, and gotten another graduate degree in creative writing. Let me just say this for a minute. We very often right now define everything in American history based on slavery. It doesn't matter what else has happened throughout American history, we're going to define it solely based on slavery. Doesn't it make more sense to define American history based on what the people who are alive today actually did? If we're going to define American modern history, the era that we should be focused on is World War II because guess what? That is when America saved the world for freedom everywhere. Maybe, just maybe, that's more significant than what happened 400 years ago. Just tossing it out there. Maybe we focus on 41 to 45 as the epitome of American values as opposed to 1619. Just an idea. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse has come out, continued to do interviews. Great one that he did with Tucker Carlson. Encourage you guys to check it out on YouTube if you haven't already. Kyle Rittenhouse came out and commented on what LeBron James tweeted about him. When, when Kyle Rittenhouse was crying in the middle of his testimony when he was being cross-examined, when he was telling his story about shooting those three men that night when he believed his life was in danger, uh, a story that was unanimously believed by the jury in his case, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse came out and he said that he used to be a fan of LeBron, but then he said, F you LeBron going forward. And it's interesting because I think it's a nice window into the failure of LeBron James to make a brand that was going to have a lasting legacy like Michael Jordan's. Here you have a kid in Kyle Rittenhouse who was a LeBron James fan. I know everybody tried to brand him as a white supremacist. Remember he said he supported BLM uh, as well and they tried to brand him as a white supremacist. They tried to brand him as basically a neo-Nazi, as a terrorist. Uh, That's what MSNBC and CNN and the New York Times and the Washington Post would have you believe based on their narrative of Kyle Rittenhouse. He was a LeBron fan. And I always think this is interesting. LeBron has managed to paint himself into such a corner (coughs) that he now is attacking his own fans with his idiocy on social media. And this is why, for many reasons... LeBron James will never be Michael Jordan because he decided that he wanted to be a woke social justice warrior and in the process he destroyed his own brand. He destroyed the brand of the NBA such that they're trying to pivot from LeBron and not have him be the face of the league going forward. They want Luka Doncic to be the face of the league. Uh, They want Steph Curry to be the face of the league. They want other players, Giannis for sure, to be the face of the league instead of LeBron James because his brand has become so toxic for the league overall. Uh, I want to tell you for a moment, by the way, let me tell you, I'm going to be on Sean Hannity's show tonight and then I will be on Fox & Friends tomorrow morning. Got a brand new studio set up here in the house. If it looks a little bit different to you or sounds a bit different to you, 
Uh, it's because we've got a brand new setup to allow me to be doing all of my shows on a daily basis a little bit more um, uh, efficiently. But, you know, engagement season is in full swing. And I was talking to a friend. I met him on the, uh, the elliptical down in Rosemary Beach. He said he owns all these different wedding venues. He said 2022 is on track to have the most weddings ever ever in the history of the country because so many people had to postpone their weddings in 2020 and in 2021. And jewelry stores are packed with soon-to-be, I was one of them, grooms nervously throwing around words like cut, color, clarity, and carrot. In the middle of all that chaos, it's easy to forget about your own wedding ring. Manly Bands is here to make your whole band buying experience a hell of a lot easier than what it took to get hers. Manly Bands offers your hand the freedom to look how you want it. You can get the wedding ring of your choice. All you have to do is get hooked up and your ring will be super nice, super sturdy. What I liked about getting the ring was how easy it was to use Manly Bands custom ring sizing app, the Manly Bander app. I had no idea what size ring I needed. Couple of scans later, boom! I was in business ready to roll with a ring size that will fit perfectly during work and play. You can do the same. To get started, go to manlybands.com clay. Let me explain that again. Manlybands, M-A-N-L-Y, manlybands, B-A-N-S.com. To get hooked up, use the code clay uh, and you'll get 25% off right now 25% off at manlybands.com slash clay. You can also use the promo code clay. That's my name, C-L-A-Y. Paying any attention to the Jussie Smollett trial? Maybe some of you are. Maybe some of you are not. Of course, it's not being televised. It's amazing how often, whether it's the Epstein-Maxwell trial, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is on trial. That's not being televised. We also aren't getting the Jesse Smollett televised trial. But he took the witness stand and he said something interesting. You know, Chris Cuomo has been fired and been fired by Sirius XM. I saw where unfortunately he even just lost his own book contract at HarperCollins. Now look, I don't like it when people start canceling book contracts. Uh, I didn't like it when it happened to Josh Senator Josh Hawley. I don't like it when it happens to Chris Cuomo. Just my personal opinion. People deserve the right to tell their story. If they've already signed a book contract, I don't like when those are getting canceled. Okay, it's my personal opinion. But I do find it interesting that Don Lemon has been credibly accused of sexual assault by another man. Don Lemon's gay. More power to him. He can sleep with whoever he wants to, but he's gay. He's been accused of sexual assault by another man. And now Jussie Smollett who was testifying under oath, maybe he's lying, but I haven't seen any suggestion that he's lying about this under oath. Certainly he's lying about whether or not he was the victim of a, uh, of a hate crime. Uh, Jussie Smollett now is testifying that he found out, he found out from Don Lemon that Chicago police did not believe his story. CNN anchor Don Lemon, a supposed journalist, was uh, texting with Jussie Smollett during his investigation as the process and proceeding was underway and he was saying, hey, Chicago police don't believe you. 
Now, Don Lemon hasn't admitted to that on his own show. In fact, he covered last night the Jussie Smollett case without mentioning that his name, Don Lemon, had been mentioned under oath as a source for Jussie Smollett about Chicago police not believing him. Now, I think this is fairly significant. Why do I think it's significant? Significant because Don Lemon is claiming that he's not involved in this case when there's pretty tangible evidence that in fact he is involved and that he could have been very impactful in terms of what Jesse Smollett did or did not say to police based on the text that he was sending between this and being accused of sexual assault it feels to me like CNN is just a lying network filled with liars. A lot of truth to it, I think. Finally, uh, as I speak to you right now, the stock market is about to close for the day. It is up uh, substantially over 400 points. It was up over 500 points during much of the day. Uh, a lot, a lot of the loss that occurred in the space of uh, the Omicron threat has already been recovered. In fact, stock prices fell to right around 34000 We're almost back to 36000 right now. Uh, and the overreaction in the stock market to Omicron, the newest variant, seems to be diminishing in a hurry. That is very good news out there. The truth of the matter is this. There should be no COVID restrictions anywhere in the United States right now. Red states are doing better than the blue states. Vaccines fade quickly. They're soon going to require you to get uh, a booster if you've already got the COVID vaccine or else you won't be considered fully vaccinated. Trust me, that is where we are headed. It makes no sense. Uh, if you are over the age of 65, I continue to say it, get the vaccine, get boosted. If you are young and healthy, relatively spe speaking, COVID is of no risk to you nor the Omicron or the Delta or any of the variants so far. Schools should have never shut down. Biggest failure of American public policy since Vietnam was shutting down schools for COVID. I am Clay Travis. Encourage you to go subscribe to this podcast. Give me five stars. I'm going to have Dub read them if you have some good five-star reviews or good YouTube comments. I'm going to have some of those that I start to read as a part of this show. I appreciate all of you. I will be on Hannity tonight. I'll be on Fox and Friends tomorrow and I'll be on the radio as I am every single day from 12 to 3 Eastern, 11 to 2 Central, 10 to 1 Mountain and 9 to Noon on the West Coast with the Clay and Buck Show, the biggest radio show anywhere in the country. We thank you. We appreciate you. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP, this has been OutKick, the show. 